check one, check two. How are wonderful, magnificent, supportive, incitive you? Welcome to a Tamika Michelle podcast show. What is today's subject? I'll gladly tell you. A sister is geek. I made another sale. I sold one of my art photo plates. Yes, I don't know if you're aware that I do that. Um, it's a nipper, the old, you know, the old RCA dog. I had took a picture and put it in black and white to give it more of a vintage look. It's a glass window from the Victor Condos loft. I went inside the lobby space taking pictures and they didn't say nothing. So I kept taking pictures and then one of the security guards, I think they knew I wasn't supposed to be in there because they waited a good 10 minutes before I, like, they said, oh, you're not supposed to take pictures here. I just had this belief. Maybe I'm weird, but some things we're meant to do. We're, we fit into, like, like fitting our, our, in our clothes, fitting in our shoes, something that we're literally are a perfect fit for. I wasn't supposed to take that picture and I was supposed to take that picture according to the security guard who walked up on me black woman who said oh I'm sorry you're not supposed to take pictures here after 10 minutes of me obviously with my Fuji zoom lens camera taking close-up shots and all sorts of shots all around the building and inside of the building only in the lobby space y'all so i got a real good shot of the old rca dog i'm going to share something with you welcome to this successful podcaster who's learning some things about herself a couple of things i learned like i said there's some things we are fit and made to do we are created for that purpose um and I'm finding out there's a lot of people that like the RCA dog. Um, the original name, I believe, is Nipper. And I actually did some historical research about this dog. The image actually comes from Great Britain. Don't know if y'all aware of that. But it started in Great Britain. And then I don't, I don't know who all was involved. I just know it wind up here in the United States of America. And it became a mascot for um, hearing, hearing my master's voice. It was about an owner, I'm guessing in Great Britain, who, um, something to do with the phonographic record. I don't know who invented the photographic record. Maybe y'all do, but I don't. So welcome to this. I'm just so excited. And then also it is a person who is a regular client of mine. So I'm finding out a variety of things about myself. First of all, to sell your work feels good. And by the way, she's my case manager. Hello. She's my case manager for the program I'm involved in. They got me housing. So, welcome again to my successful, extremely hype, you magnificent, wonderful people, you. Maybe this is your first time hearing a successful sale podcast from me, but I am your host and your anchor woman, Tamika Michelle Noor. People who know me on Facebook and on Instagram, they call me Michelle because I like that name more and then I go by Michelle on Facebook. 
but my first name is Tamika. But the but is I have a face a variety of Facebook groups that I encourage you to join. I have Amika's podcast. I have Amika's podcast show 101. That's a Facebook group of a little less than 20 people. I would love for you to come join. So this is an invite. Mika's M-I-K-A. Mika's podcast. Mika P-O. Hold up. Mika M-I-K-A. Podcast. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Show. S-H-O-W. One-on-one. Group. Look it up. And it will come right up. The image you're going to see is the image of the eclipse. It's a shot that I took and I, I faced my fears. I don't know if y'all know, but I don't fly for those. Maybe this is your first time becoming accustomed to my podcast show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Get comfortable, get ready, get set. Let's go. So I want to tell you, it does feel, you know, gratifying a little bit. I, I'm not going to deny, you know, the whole fun in all of it I had a pause to tell you breaking news so the breaking news is that it's a regular customer it feels not just the fact that someone bought from me but it's a regular customer who this is probably her 18th item she bought from me so I've been doing some reality checking you know, I don't know about you, but Excuse me. maybe you like me. <laughs> or maybe you're not. Maybe you're like me. I sometimes like when I get frustrated, I get upset. Like any, I think any human being will get upset out of frustration. So, yeah. y'all can feel me. Hi, thank you. Welcome for coming to a Tamika Michelle podcast show. Here, Tamika Michelle, your anchor person. By the way, I am going to give you the opportunity, just in case you like what I'm saying, just in case you possibly listen to some of my other podcast shows. And I am inviting you, not just to a Facebook group, I'm inviting you to become a subscriber today. Take time to think about it. I suggest five dollars and up but if you would like to do more you know i'm not going to turn you down you can do that on this podcast show absolutely this podcast show has became an actual income for me no lie wish i was making this up but i'm creative but i have a belief system besides okay yes i'm a christian i don't think you have to be a christian not to want to lie like i know other non-christians who just have this belief like Lying is like, <laughs> there's no point in it for me because this is how I see it. It's an illusion. You're creating an illusion. So if you lie, eventually the truth is going to come down because it's an illusion. Things appearing to be real. Yeah. So <laughs> I figure instead of trying to keep up with the lie, because you tell one lie, you got to tell 20 others and keep going. Instead of doing all that mess and creating more mayhem in my life, I'd rather just tell you the truth. This has became an actual income for me, and I'm grateful for that. And I get to celebrate it with all of you. And then another reason why I'm excited about getting this number 
is closer and closer to my goal. Meaning, when I get to 500, I am going to have a celebration podcast show. Now, I've discovered some things about myself. And not only, yeah, this really reflecting about me. I do a variety of things that I sell. I sell a variety of things. Let's start with economical stuff. Like my refrigerator magnets. I normally sell those for... Now I changed the, the price has changed. The demand has changed. And they're going to be $8 starting today. And uh, I'm trying to back up for offering so many cheap deals. Because I noticed... People don't respect that. I don't know about you. Like for me, if someone will offer me a deal, I will run with it and keep it going. Or you have some people, they want the shit for free. So they'll say, oh, I'm not going to pay no $8 for that. Like, okay, the $8 is for my, ref- my specialized items for my refrigerator magnets. I've had people tell me that. Like, $8 is too much. Are you kidding me? If you go to McDonald's and you trying to get you something to eat, a combo... You're going to spend around that much, if not more, if you're going for something very special. And I like to think some of us got some special taste buds, okay? Well, I know I do. So, I'm looking at the logic of quality and quantity. With my artwork, I, regardless of how small or how big it is, I specialize in quality and quantity and so with sales for those who are in the world of sales you understand how it works right let me break this thing down for you let me break this thing down for you oh by the way you're welcome to subscribe to this podcast show or leave a voice message you're welcome to do a voice message on this podcast show yes and i'll gladly get back to you i love your compliments and your messages and i'll gladly get back to you or let's leave a text message you know i'm willing to listen to you or read your text message i love words so <laughs> i love play on words my first love and creativity is poetry so Let's get back to this podcast show. So let's break down the math. I have a joke about math. I said math don't lie to you. I'm really good at math. I'm not going to sit here and say that like I'm a mathematician, but I get math. Math, I have a photographic memory. So like for me, it's easier to learn a math equation versus learning your name. And I know that sounds weird because I love words, but like people's names are so unique. It's like, um, only time I remember like certain names, if like you're consistently in my life, now you're in my long-term memory, or you have a, a name of a relative of mine, then you're, you're already in my long-term memory database, if you want to say it that way. We're all about the information, y'all, and the technology, so I will say it that way. It's because we are in the information age. If you've been looking forward, this is the time. So, let's get back to the math. The math. You ready? The math of making money. The math of making a profit. I definitely understand all of it. I have a good understanding of it. So, the point is, I notice when I provide... My work 
is quality work. It's work that I've had to sacrifice for, I've paid for, I've invested for, I've traveled for, I've done a variety of things to sacrifice to get these particular art pieces. I've already put the investment in it now. For a person to say, well, because it's small or because it's just a refrigerator magnet, you're not going to put down or downgrade my work. Because if this is who you are, then you don't qualify as my customer. See, I notice when I create these items, I am giving people credit. I'm giving the art community credit as well as myself credit. I'm investing into my own art, my own craft, and I'm giving credit to my market. So it's important. I don't know what type of art you do or if you are considering taking your art to the next level to actually making a profit. Listen to what I'm trying to say to you. Some people are not worthy of your business. Have you noticed? And I'm just being honest. I'm going to take it very basic. Let's go to Visa and MasterCard or any credit card, charge card. These are businesses. Know that. Make no mistake. These are businesses, meaning you have to fit a certain criteria. These are businesses. If you go to the bank, if you don't meet a certain criteria at the bank, they would turn your ass away. Come on. I, I try to make it like very basic. Like everybody know about anybody else in the house had credit card, charge cards, debt, you know. You feel me, okay? The only way, maybe you own a house. Maybe you own a car. Maybe you're leasing a car. You know? So, you get what I'm trying to say. If you understand leasing and credit and all that stuff, all that requires a certain accreditation. So, everybody is not worthy of your accreditation. Know that, okay? So, if you meet somebody that... I'm just saying because you, if you're taking your work to the next level to where you're actually selling your work, like I said, today my, my client was my regular customer who is my case manager, who prefers to support the small business person like myself. I am a small business owner. I am a creator. This is what I do. I enjoy this thing. And I feel like if you're not enjoying it, you're doing something wrong, possibly, even though certain things do arise that you're not in control of. But more than likely, you're in control of it. If, but other things that you're not in control of, then like people trying to downgrade your, your, the sale price of what you presented. The moment that people start paying for these new sale prices then you have a market. You found your niche. You found your market. So I'm trying to encourage you to take your work to a next level and know that if the banks have a certain criteria, if these credit card companies have a certain criteria, and then like, if you look at like places like, okay, I'll go there. I'll go, I like basic. So let's, let's work with the basic. I used to work for Walmart. I was a front-end cashier in a 24-hour Walmart in Las Vegas some years ago. If you look up this Walmart, I can tell you the address if you desire to actually look it up. 5198 Boulder Highway. This is Las Vegas, Nevada. And normally when anything is start with the highway, it's rough. Busy. And when I say busy, busy. It's a highway. So it's going to be busy. The point I'm making. And there's casinos. And Vegas have a 
serious amount of casinos that like you have no clue if you you lived in Las Vegas because these are local casinos that I make a reference to. Let me get to the point. The point is they had suggestions sell the point like similar to McDonald's or Burger King. I used to work for Burger King so I would know. They emphasize get a credit card, get people to sign up, get people to sign up. And like people who did it got rewarded, including yours truly. Even I did fundraisers for um, the March of Dimes, you know, and they, I don't know if they still do it, but like I thought it was pretty sweet. Um, they actually had a, um, and someone who, who was retired in the NFL who actually were like, he was in the store and he was signing. If you got a certain amount that you donated, he would sign like an autograph of his picture for donating this amount to the March of Dimes, which I thought was pretty damn cool. And um, so, yeah, I don't even know the guy's name, but like I remember seeing him signing, you know, autographs of his old school pictures, like like from the 80s. Yeah, like from the 80s. So um, let you know how old I am because I'm 40. So let you know how long it's been since this person who obviously was famous. Um, donated his pictures and autographed time for the March of Dimes. So it's a reason why I'm speaking about that type of thing. Everything requires a standard. Everything. It, so that was like an initiative for people to donate to the March of Dimes. Not just because you're helping out babies. You get a, a, a autograph picture of this famous football player <laughs> and um, this is for the customer people who are donating for the March of Dimes and then you get like it was crazy I remember when I would get donations or a credit card I got to turn on the light at my register and they would like make this big loud sound and I'm like if I got a certain amount I got like a gift card to Walmart or um uh, yeah it was a gift card to Walmart to get like a hundred dollars worth of stuff you know little initiatives to um get stuff for Walmart, get credit cards for Walmart. And I remember seeing people getting approved for $2,000, $2,500, sometimes more. I've actually seen more than that. I've seen like four grand. So the point is, and like, it would be like older people retired, you know, people who got the money to, for them to receive a Visa Walmart credit card. I'm not trying to, you know, promote credit cards i'm not at the point in my business where i can afford to start giving credit but technically speaking if you are a business owner that's what you are you um your your customers your clientele your uh market you are literally investing in you but you also are investing in your consumers your regular clients your um so the point is if you want to invest in them don't invest your trust and trust in everybody. You know who told me that? In all honesty, I'm still learning it to be honest. Kind of, I kind of suck. Like, I sometimes I lie to myself about people, and maybe you do it too. Like, you give people the benefit of the doubt instead of like really understanding this person is not your customer. This is not somebody who you want to do business with. Can you trust them with? This money, you can take it and do other things with, but instead you invest it in your business. So he would say, oh, don't take it personal. That's such bullshit. Do you take it personal when you get paid? 
I'm just being honest with you for a minute. Do you take it personal when you make a sale at your job? I like to think you do, and I like to think it makes you excited. Do you take it personal when you can pay your own rents, or can you pay your own lease? Do you take it? That's quite personal. You don't want to be in a position where you can't pay your lease, now do you? I can guarantee you everyone's answer at the sound of my voice is a yes. So business is quite personal. And anyone else tell you something else, they're selling you something. It's called bullshit. I'm just being real with you for a minute. So let's get back to the sales. Let's get back to the math. So the math, because I went to school for marketing and advertising, I will break this down to you. And you don't have to be a giant mathematician to understand this. It's just a couple of business terms. It's going to be short. Here I go. Ready? So with a product that you're only making, okay, I'm going to give you the math. I put like $3 into creating these 4 by 6 refrigerator magnets. I put my time, my energy, a lot of my work y'all haven't even seen yet. This is a lot of stuff. I got well over 20,000 pieces and y'all maybe seen a thousand. And I said the word maybe. I think y'all saw like maybe 500 if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, so here I go. The math. When you're in advertising and marketing, I was, that was one of my first things I was educated beyond high school. The point I'm making, when you produce a product, like I put $3 in it, I didn't even estimate my time on it like I'm doing now. And I'm seeing I'm ripping myself off for people who ain't worthy of my damn business. So, uh, let me go ahead and tell you the, the whole product line. $8, $3 is what I put in it. $5 is the profit, okay? So, once your item sells at the price that you and your client agreed to pay, I want you to think what is $8 and what is it worth? In today's world, you can't go grocery shopping on that shit. If you can, take me to your store. Gotta tell you. You can't go grocery shopping on it. You can't get yourself a new gear. You can't do none of those things that we like to do. We like to shop. And I'm pretty sure you don't want to shop for eight bucks. Technically, five dollars. Because when you have a business, you reinvest and create another product for the same price and resell that. And gotta tell you, you shouldn't create a product that you attend on getting the same amount of money you put in it. That's not even smart. That's basic math. Like why would you do that to yourself? Why would you rob yourself? Why would you subtract yourself? I know that every business has its losses, okay? But that's a loss I feel like is not necessary. Just be patient and your, your people are going to come around. Just be consistent and patient and do not stop. Do not stop regardless of what people say, what people think you can do, even your own doubts and fears. Keep pushing through all that shit. Because this person who's talking to you right now just sold a RCA dog, black and white picture, on a 10-inch plate that I sell for 30 bucks. I have my doubts and reservations, but this customer has proven that they are responsible, that they, when they say they're going to do something or buy something, they buy it.
they have not stirred me wrong. So they've proven repeatedly and repeatedly that they are trustworthy. So I gave her my business. She was worthy of my business. And um, this, this person, I'm sitting down on my couch right now going, I have changed so much from that girl four years ago who used to... I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, God. Because it's almost like I'm in a dream. If that make any sense to you, because it's like, I almost don't believe this is happening to me. It's almost like I'm in a dream. When I knew me as a pinhowler, me crying, my eyes out when people would walk off, laugh, choke at the homeless lady on the strip of Las Vegas. When I'm getting 12 cents for the day, sitting in the hot heat. Yeah. That used to be me. When I'm counting up the pennies for the week, trying to get a sandwich from Burger King and looking for coupons that they would sometimes give to me because they knew I was a local homeless girl on, in North Las Vegas. At the, it's a Burger King in North Las Vegas. So they knew me. They knew who I was. I would come faithfully to get something to eat because they had the deals. Or I would go to the Silver Nugget Casino is it Silver Nugget? Yeah, Silver Nugget. Is it Cross the and Jerry's Nugget Casino? It's a local casino. It's not a hotel casino. It's just a local casino. It's all this casino. And they would have, a, you know, a cafe. And they had some good deals, decent deals. Or I'd go to Poker Palace, where it's just a casino with a, basically a diner. And it's for the locals. Um, only the locals know about it. So... I'm just giving you a little tad bit just in case one day you go to Vegas. I don't know. So, I mean, hey, it's, it happened to me. It can happen to you. The difference is I actually stayed there and I was homeless there. Not the whole damn time. Thank God. I, um, I would say three years. My last three years. So, um, no, I'm just, I feel so blessed that I don't have to be out. I don't have to get up five o'clock in the morning, literally catching the bus at five thirty in the morning, to get on the strip, to go there with a Seven Eleven cup, and a pinhandler sign that read the word H E L P. Y'all always hot before the sun is out. By the way, so I get there about mm, five forty-five, six o'clock, on purpose because the sun is so hot. You don't want to be up, up there at 9 o'clock. I would, when I say up there, because I was on the bridge. Me who don't fly, I was on the bridge. Me who afraid of heights, I was on the bridge. I sure was. And um, people who were gabbling on one side and on the other side shopping at the fashion show mall. And I was right there in the middle where the es- escalator stairs here yeah, right there. And there was an elevator door. I was I would sit right in between the elevator door and the escalator stairs um padded like almost like a porch but not exactly. It's a part of the um bridge that right up under me, kind of slide it up under me, is the escalator stairs. And um yeah. That was my three year run. <sighs> That was my three-year run in Las Vegas. And in Vegas, out of the, 
like I said, the eight years, three years was I was homeless. And now I don't have to do none of that now. Now I talk to my regular customers. I have a customer list. That's something else I would suggest you to do. Once you get people liking your content, once you get people that you know, that knows you, that trust you, you trust them, you have a client base. Once you develop that, once you're able to invest that type of time, see, it's not just about making money. It's about building trustworthy relationships. Because see, these people, without your help, without your gift of buying from different businesses, you are literally adding to people's life. If we add, take our money and do what we're supposed to do with it. If we do that, we can add to our life. We can do certain things like I have goals I didn't realize I had goals but I do I have goals like I would like to actually own my own house and not be living in a rented place don't get me wrong it's okay when you don't got nothing like I had nothing nothing but tears in her face and screams and yells of the hot yells of the hot heat if you're in 120 degree temperature weather people say oh that's dry heat gotta tell you a little secret the desert is the desert and a lot of people don't know they're in the desert until they have to experience the hot heat when that heat hits you people are literally dropping and because it's las vegas you ain't got nobody picking your ass up if something wants to happen to you heat strokes all the above in las vegas and like, I remember seeing people dropping. So you know what I did? I would carry me an ice thermos with me. So I'm like, I ain't, I'm not going to drop, you know? So I, I would keep a big ice thermos, about five, 10 pounds uh, full of ice. Because I start paying attention to everybody else that stayed there. I'm like, oh, that's what they do. That's how they survive when they keep ice on them, you know? A miniature refrigerator. So um, I actually went to, I actually seen Mr. Barack Obama, the first time he got elected, and there was, you can check it out for yourself if you want to Google it, because it was in the front of the paper. They had a big rally. This is the first time he got elected at Bonanza High, and his organization, the one thing I can give Barack Obama, they are organized. That's, the, that's my president. I miss him, okay? So... Uh, I know we have a bite, and I think he's going to do okay, but I'm just saying I missed, <laughs> I missed him because his administration actually picked us up. How? On a charter bus. They pick us up at the Cashman Fields. You can look that up. Cashman Fields is in North Las Vegas. It is across the street from the library, and they had charter buses, clean, shiny, beautiful, comfortable, and cozy. You sat in those seats. They took you to Bonanza High. For the rally and took you back to the cashman field guess how much it costs zero like i said i miss our president um maybe you like barack obama but anyway like i knew a lot of girls who like barack obama and like i'm not saying the man ain't good looking but like i see him like a daddy not like daddy no <laughs> no that's like my papa even though my dad is tall he's deceased but my dad is not light-skinned like that. My dad's a 
Nubian, <laughs> tall, six four, black man. Okay, uh, so I'm glad I ain't his height though. I was so scared. I'm five nine. I went too far. My my nephew got his height, which is kind of weird. My brother is shorter than his father. And let's get off of it. My point is, with your business, you ought to take it personal. And if you're not taking it personal then you shouldn't be in business. I'm just going to say, what are you in business for? Think about it for a second. If you're going to invest in your business, what's the, what is the goal you have? Anybody out there in sales? So when I talked about sales and how $8, $5 is your profit and how you're supposed to add in how much you put in it, how to reproduce it, how much you put in it to reproduce the product again. So you understand you're not making a real, a real amount of money off of eight bucks of a profit. So guess who's about to pull back from that? Not to say I'm completely stopping, because I'm not. But at this point, until I get four orders on one person, or because that's the only way I'm going to make some money, like, let's say, eight sixteen. 32. $32 would be the profit for four, right? Well, technically, not exactly. Because uh, I'm looking at the math. I'm, I'm literally just, I did some simple multiplication, but I didn't subtract the $3 off of each of them. So it's not $32 if I got them, if I sold them in bulk of four. Three, six, nine, 12. Take 12 off of that. That's only $22. What can $22 do for you, for your life, improve your life? Um, you have to really think about what your sale goal is. And if $22 is after you take off minus, you know, the money you put into this in the bulk item. So I think I'm going to start selling in bulks of seven. Because I will get a decent profit. 816. 816. 32. That's four. So I was going to do a bulk of four. And I see my profit is too low. So 32 plus another 16. Correct. So that's 42. 48. So that's 48. You take off 3, 6, 9, 12. 12 plus 6 is, okay, 12 plus 6 is 18. So, look, maybe I should go for 10. Because I'm trying to go for an actual prop. This is why I felt like I should eliminate. We just completely eliminate selling this unless I'm going to sell them in bulk. No more selling them single. This is the decision I'm making today. Because it's eight dollars it's not going to feed my belly eight dollars it's not going to take me grocery shopping eight dollars is not going to get me a new pair of shoes eight dollars don't stretch like that so no more of me doing only single one i refuse to do that to myself because damn it i'm too gifted and i like to think you're too gifted so don't play yourself so with math remember how i talked about the basis of math I, mean, I say it's very basic so there's a such thing called luxury item exclusive items 
premium islands. These are terms, terminology the market industry has used to talk about the quality of the work sold. If I, let's say, sell one of my 11 by 14s for $200, that's considered a quality. That's a quality product. Um, I feel like all my products are quality. All of them are specialized. I do so much from refrigerator magnets to my, as I spoke of earlier, my, um, my photo plate that I just sold today. Now, if I want to say how much I want to make, I want to make the highest, but at the same time, I want to not rate myself. Let people like, oh, I'll pay that much and go, oh, okay, no, fuck all that. And you shouldn't go for that either because that kind of says something about you. You desperate like that. When I was a homeless woman, see, I'm gonna tell you something real quick. When I was a homeless woman, I wasn't too specific about. I know what I wanted. Like per day, I wanted like I tell you, thirty dollars, thirty dollars or more, was like the goal. Now I would say, of course, I wanted like a hundred dollars because every now and I mean the word every now and then. This is the one who used to do twelve cents a. A day and then within the week I have enough money to have something to eat and all those days going by if it went a place free food place wasn't given out I wasn't eating I'm not that woman it's kind of my point I've changed I've morphed I've grown you know how that happened somebody believed in me somebody eats three Christian women don't know me just knew my God and knew that it was right they see me on the strip. I didn't notice them. They noticed me from London, England, came to me, approached me, and asked me to come to, to dine with them at a Starbucks. And then it was like I was coming to myself. All of a sudden felt the shame of my clothes, ashamed I was in that situation, scared to shame them because the homeless girl is coming downstairs under the escalator where the Starbucks is at to dine with them at the Starbucks. Now, I love coffee and I love bagels, so that's how they got me. And they were real sweet. They were like, come on, I'm like, you sure you're not ashamed of me? I'm looking for the first time I'm noticing that I have on these raggedy, ripped sundress. I remember that day looking all over at my clothes and feeling ashamed all of a sudden. And like, the person who invited me said, come on. They were there for a wedding, okay? Now let's get back to the basis of math. They started to be inquisitive. They tried to problem solve with me. I'm not going to tell you a math formula. I'm just going to tell you what they said to me. They said, we can give you $20 right now. This is after they gave me coffee and had gave me a bagel. And I was in that Starbucks with them talking with one, two, three people. The grandmother, the mother, and the daughter who's around my age. They ask, why are you in this situation? What are you doing out here? They were talking to my sanity. I didn't realize that because I felt like I lost a lot of that when I was three years homeless. I thought this was my life. And I thought I was going to die in this because I had a deranged ex-husband, abusive piece of, you get it, piece of shit. It was a struggle I had, I had went through. Even though I divorced him, he still wanted me 
and I didn't want him. You can't, it's not smart to keep loving somebody that's abusive. So at some point, I fell in love with him. He recently called me last month, matter of fact. He contacted me, not on my phone, on Messenger, and gave me compliments and tried to get me to talk to him about why is people cutting him off? Are you serious? Stop attacking people. Then they won't cut you off, you nut. But like for me, I'm not going to sit there and entertain that. Because I did my two years with you, baby. I did my two years. And a part of me becoming homeless was I was supporting an, a grown-ass man. Let me tell you something, ladies. You ain't doing yourself no favor by doing that shit. I thought because I loved him, I should do this. But who's loving me in the midst? What, because we get to have sex? Mr. Two-Minute Man? <laughs> Premature ejaculation? I can joke about that, but that was the man I was married to. You know, he didn't deserve any of that. None of my loving. Because as a result, he knew he had me. And so when these women ask me, what are you doing out here? And why are you going through this? And I told them the truth. They see me being chased by my ex-husband. They said, okay, where's your family, Tamika? Because by this time they knew my first name. And I said, well, I spoke about those bell tips. I don't hate nobody, y'all. But let me tell you something. I learned to stop having a stand with them a long time ago. When you came from abuse, I learned to stop having that standard of respect, dignity, and a variety of things that people possess in their families. And I don't know if y'all have that in your family, at the sound of my voice. If you have that in your family, that's a gift. Loyalty, respect, protection, real love, not the opposite of love. To me, the opposite of love is abuse. It's the wrong type of attention. It's the wrong type of object of your affection. And let me give you a small example. My first black guy came from my mother. I ain't going to sit here and talk about my mom all damn day. No, I live my life. I pray she keep living hers and not only live hers, but be happy. Because the God of my understanding ain't going to have me holding on to that shit. Nope, nope. I'm not saying it was right. I'm not okaying it. But I'm letting God be God. So let's God be God in this situation. And that's the end of that. So they were aware. They received money from where? My father who's passed on, he got a lawsuit. Thousands of dollars. Guess how much I got? Zero. And the rest of them got thousands of dollars. Yeah. It wasn't exactly something nice to roll off my tongue about. But I confess that to you. So they had the money. They just knew. This is how I perceived it. The reason why my father didn't give me any money. Because he couldn't get nothing out of it. He couldn't benefit. If you're like, how can you say that? He actually said it to me. It's not something I'm assuming. I said, how come you didn't? You gave to everybody but me? I said, how come? And I am your daughter. You should have wanted that. I wanted that. I didn't have to go to Jersey for welfare. Daddy, I would have had money to start with. It would have been nice. I mean, I'm just saying, oh, it's my money. All this shit is about money. I'm like, okay. That's telling me that, like, you don't want to tell the truth because you couldn't benefit from it. And he said, you were homeless. Oh, so you basically said the reason, yeah, he told me. And then he even went further and you got married to that guy and blah, 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 blah. I said, okay. I told him, I don't regret loving that man. I don't regret being with him until I found out I was involved with a nutcase. But the point is, my dad knew that I wasn't coming back to Detroit. I wasn't aware that he was going to pass away before 
because I actually wanted to go visit there on my terms. See, when I say that, maybe y'all have a good family. I don't understand how being with, you know, in my family or being the black sheep. They, they've been plenty of times they try to get me stuck in Detroit. And by the second time that happened, I'm sorry, the first time that happened, I said, I'm done visiting. You're not going to get me stuck here. <laughs> I work too damn hard to stay away from these people and to grow beyond the toxic shit I'm used to, the abusive shit I'm used to. So that's the reason why my family did not help me because they were too busy spending their money. And yeah, spending their money and including my dad and leave me out of the equation. Too busy not telling me nothing. You know who told on him? My mom, my mother, his ex-wife. Yeah, she told on him. I'm like, oh, shit, thank you for letting me know. I wanted to say that, but, like, she actually felt bad for telling me later. But, like, not really. <laughs> All jokes aside, um, that's one of the reasons why I was... I never looked at it like, oh, it was their fault. I was just pissed off, like, it would have been nice to not have to suffer through the welfare system here in Jersey and they come to Jersey with cash but they wanted me to come back to Detroit and that's really the point and my dad would say little mean stuff I didn't realize what he was trying to tell me I said remember what you said when you got your lawsuit money because he was in Atlanta and he was coming back to Detroit his home city and Atlanta Georgia and he said when when the money show up he said they're gonna get their piece for first I didn't interpret I was gonna get 0 0.0 so, <laughs> you understand? Am I angry about it? I was, the thought, the memory of it hurts. I'm not going to front. But at the same time, when these women were asking me, where is your family? Well, guess what I found out in life, y'all? And you can take it to the bank. Family is where you make it. I have found people that have a loyalty and a love and respect. Some of y'all who listen to my podcast show right now. And I just want to thank all of you. All of you. Even if you're new here, I thank all of you for supporting me. I thank all of you for taking your time out and focus to pay attention to what I'm talking about. So, if I'm going to sell my refrigerator magnets to get an actual decent profit to where I can do something to take care of myself. So, that's how you have to look at something. If I'm going to get involved in a business... It's going to take care of me. My money's going to take care of me. I was told this by people who, who've had big money. You know, people who I've known who were car salesmen and, you know, they make big commission. I mean, big commission. Or people who sold houses or investors. They said, you got to teach yourself how to make money. Not only how to make it, but make that money make money for you. So what I'm trying to tell you, and this is truthfully through my experience of sales. If I sell the refrigerator magnets, it will not be for one. It won't be for two. It won't be for four. It's it looks like it's going to be seven. Seven for eight bucks. And I'm not going to give you seven magnets for eight bucks. Eight dollars each. So you get it. At least I can do something with that. I can reinvest the money and take care of me. $8 by yourself won't do shit for me but piss me off and frustrate me some more and look more desperate for the money. That's a behavior that's a hell no. And it will drive you insane. It will make you miserable, I can guarantee you that. So, all jokes aside, folks, if you're going to business, go into business 
where it's going to take care of you. Every business has its problem, but don't don't let people like, you know, come at you the wrong way about your business. They could come at you any way they want to, but like, you know how I tell them, oh, they don't qualify, just like the banks do when it come down to giving out credit, just like Visa, MasterCard, and other charge card companies. They ain't gonna let everybody get, I mean, think about it, if you had a diamond company, I'm just gonna talk to you as, cause I believe y'all my, are my entrepreneurs, or my future entrepreneurs, or consider it. Let's say you had a diamond company, and it was inside the mall. Now all this costs money, right? To have your space, to have your diamonds, and all this stuff. And you had charge cards. Would you let anybody get a charge card? Somebody who got an ID and social security card, and that's enough for you? Hell no. I like to think that's a no. That's like literally giving them the keys and said, "Come into my house and take what you want." I want you to hear what I'm trying to say. With business, with money, the wrong people can take from you instead of add to you. Understand what I'm trying? That's why I said before. Uh, it's more than just getting money. People get so stuck up on money. Guess what? It's more than that. You got to see beyond that. The joy in creating and the relationships that you're able to build, the trust that you're able to build. That's important. That's important to me. I like to think it's important to you. So don't let people fool you about <sighs> business is never personal. If it's not personal, then I don't want you in my business. I'm just being straight up. You don't qualify. I don't, if you don't take your business personal, if you don't take my quality work personal, guess what? Let's not do business. So the new price, I am doing it. I'm selling seven for eight dollars each so these would be my four by six refrigerated magnets if that is what you desire to buy now i have other products that i am selling from my um photo plates that i'm selling for 30 bucks each i'm also selling my eight by ten exclusive items they're all exclusive in my, my opinion but i said 80 80 each for 8 by 10 and my 11 by 14 which is 150 a piece if you are a local it's a hundred even if you don't have the money if you trust me and trust my business look we can do a lowway plan where you put down 50 percent and you make payments if you trust me if you want to build a trust relationship with me we can do that but if you just read, just buy it instead of go, stop going through all that, then it's 150 for 11 by 14. And people who, you know, I have to pay shit when they handle it, I'm putting $25 on it. So that's 175 for my 11 by 14 for those who I have to, you know, use priority mail. So now that you know my work and the reason why I'm selling my 4 by 6 is $8 each refrigerator magnets i'm not selling by one they will be sold only in bulk because eight dollars i'm sorry five dollars will do nothing for me and but frustrate me and make me desperate for a dollar and i'm not desperate for none of y'all dollars like that i'm not going to even waste your time nor my precious mind or energy so i just did the math the math of making a profit making your money 
take care of you. I don't want to produce a product that don't do shit for me. I don't mean that. I don't want to like sell something so low that I cannot make a profit from it. It cannot take care of me. It cannot put food in my mouth. It cannot $8 years ago. And I'm talking good 20, maybe 30 years ago. The economy inflation has certainly went up. Don't pretend that it hasn't because it has. Even with this pandemic going on, everybody, it has affected everybody. And people are having a complication with figuring out how to conduct their business. So you can still make money out there. And don't let nobody else out there tell you anything different. Don't let them sell you that. You know, I'm going to tell you a little joke. And anybody out there watch The Simpsons? I like to think because a lot of y'all watch the symptoms, even though we all grown folks. I hope that everybody that listens to the sound of my voice are grown. The point I'm making to you is very simple. Say what? I listen to knowledge, and knowledge can be found in the most foolish situations. And I like to think the Simpsons are a foolish situation. One day I was watching the Simpsons and, you know, Homer was talking about lies. This is how he said it. He was talking to Marge in conversation with Marge. And you've probably seen this episode. And he was complaining about him lying. He said, oh, no, Marge, it takes two people to lie. She was like, what? He said, one person to tell it and the other person to believe it. I'm like, wow. So if you buying a lie, it will affect your life. Have you ever been hurt by a lie? I like to think you have as long as you are on planet Earth and in the land of the living. I'm pretty sure we all have experienced that. So let not the world tell you that your business isn't personal. And if you believe it, you will it becomes reality to you. Don't let people tell you you can buy, they can buy something else for someone else because this is how I feel. If they would like to, direct them. <laughs> direct them. The quicker they out your face, <laughs> the quicker you ain't got to be frustrated by them. We ain't going to pretend that it's a business here. It's you trying to downgrade my work and any person who has real money, I'm talking to $100,000 is what they make a year and more. They'll tell you, never be desperate for the dollar. If you know anything about corporations and businesses and how they make money, and I just broke down, like, me selling a refrigerator magnet by itself is not doing that for me. And if I had an organization, it really wouldn't make money for them. So, um, this is why I can't afford to sell my refrigerator magnets by itself. It will be in bulk starting today. So... Let's go ahead and tell you. The math of it all, you have luxury, exclusive premium items, and those are my 11 by 14, 150 a piece locally. If you are in another state, I got love for you, but I still have to pay the postage or priority mail. That's 20 bucks. So that's 175. And I also sell, I forgot to mention, five by seven gold ring with a stand. I sell those for $65 each. And they're images of Vegas. And I'm thinking about putting some California pictures in them. And they're five by sevens. 
And I also have an image that I almost don't want to let go of. But if you're willing to pay for it, I, I got to let it go. You know, because I am a business person. So that money trumps everything. So this is a 4 by 6 It's a special framing. It is literally a 4 by 6 It's a, a miniature um, lawn chair. And on the back of the chair, it's clear. So that's where the picture goes. It's a California picture. And I'm selling that for... 60 bucks only got one of them i didn't get two i should have got two but i only got one of them so now you know my prices and i suggest that you become a part of this podcast show leave your messages your voicemails here on this podcast show and you are welcome to become a subscriber today maybe this is your first time choosing to subscribe i'm already thanking you so this is a sales podcast show and i'm telling you how you can make sales how you can take your creativity your business your art your craft to the next level and let's get you to make some money let's make your money make money for you let's put you in the driver's seat let's give you the power I suggest if you're going to subscribe, $5 will be efficient. But like I said before, I will definitely take more. And this is a Tamika Michelle podcast show about sales and you making money. Over and out.